morning, everyone. It's great to see you this morning. Thank you for braving the snow and <laughs> for being here this morning. Um, please be careful in our parking lot because it is a bit slick. You probably haven't uh, already, already noticed. But thank you for being here. And for those of you joining us on our online stream this morning, we thank you for being with us as well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. So yesterday, at liturgy, um, I just made some comments regarding New Year's resolutions. And I gotta tell you, I don't know about you, I can tell you about myself, I'm not good at them. <laughs> you know, I make them, and then within two or three days, it's back to the old ways, right? So I'm not really good about making New Year's resolutions, and I think Part of it for me, and maybe this is the same for you, is this, that the New Year's resolutions, you know, we make them for 365 days, right? And 365 days, it's a full year, it's a long time. Perhaps we as a humanity cannot wrap our, our arms around making a resolution for 365 days. The change is just too quick, too fast. So... Why do I share this with you? Because for us as Orthodox Christians, each day is a new day. For us as Orthodox Christians, each day is a new beginning. For us as Orthodox Christians, each day we are invited, when we wake up, to commit our lives to Jesus Christ. For me, for you, for all of us, to commit our lives to Christ. So how do we do that? So I just want to share some thoughts this morning with you regarding this morning's Gospel reading. Because John the Baptist talks about us being baptized by the Holy Spirit, right? And so let me just share with you a little bit what Father Conieris has to write about this gospel reading today. Then I want to just share some, some anecdotes with you to help you understand why this is important. Um, Father Conieris in his writings, just a prolific writer, just a fine man who's recently gone to be with God. But anyway, Father Conieris writes the following regarding this gospel reading. And he says the following, in his writings he says, the message of John the Baptist was a call to repentance. Repentance was needed to prepare the way for what they come. Repentance was to prepare the way of the Lord to make his path straight. Repentance was needed to clear the way for the coming of the Holy Spirit. It was needed to lead us to the kingdom of God. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, said Jesus. Repentance opens the door to let the great light of God's presence enter our minds and hearts. So, there is a close connection between repentance and the Holy Spirit. Between repentance and the kingdom of God. Between repentance and light. Repentance is not merely something negative, i.e. feeling sorry for our sins and asking God's forgiveness. Repentance is positive. It calls attention to the many blessings that lie beyond it. And one of those blessings is the Holy Spirit of God, the kingdom of God, the forgiveness of sins, and God's light that dispels the darkness of sin and death. Repentance, my brothers and sisters of Christ, is very much connected with the power and grace of the Holy Spirit. So why do we need the Holy Why do I need? Why do you need the Holy Spirit in our why do we need the Holy Spirit in our lives and why is it important? So as most of you know, um, I've studied atmospheric sciences 
And when I was at the University of Washington, Christopher actually took an atmospheric science class when he was there as well, <laughs> you know. And atmospheric science teaches us that we live on the, on the floor of a sea of air. And the air is above us. So we're on the bottom of the sea of air. And this sea of air is, is pressing down upon us with a pressure of 14.7 pounds per square inch. I want you to think about that for a second. The sea of air is pressing down upon us with a pressure of 14.7 pounds per square inch. That's why, have you ever done an experiment? Have you ever taken the air out of a Coke can, right? If you take the air out of a Coke can, what happens to the Coke can? The metal Coke can at the end gets smushed. Why does it get smushed? Because you have this pressure of air pressing around it and upon it, right? So the air in the can keeps it from collapsing. Now the way that God made our bodies, we don't feel this pressure of air because the way that God made us, you know, we, we, we're, we're made to live in this environment, right? But the point is this, this is why the Holy Spirit is important. Because my brothers and sisters in Christ, without the Holy Spirit, I'm like that Coke can. It's easy for me to get crushed. Because there's so many pressures around us these days, it's easy to get crushed. There's a pressure of sorrow. How much sorrow is in the world? There's the pressure of temptation. A lot of temptation. There's a pressure of grief. There's the pressure of guilt. There's the pressure of trouble. There's the pressure of fear. And there's the pressure of anxiety. That's why, my brothers and sisters in Christ, you and I, we need to have the Holy Spirit within us to keep us from being crushed by all the pressures of the world. So, what does is, what is repentance have to do with all this? What does repentance have to do with the Holy Spirit of God? It's very simple, my brothers and sisters of Christ. We need repentance. I need repentance. We all need repentance in our lives. You know why? Because as we're living our lives, and as we're walking our journey of life, and as we fall into sin, guess what happens? Our power lines get clogged. How many of you have driven a car with a bad fuel line? What happens if you drive, try to drive a car with a bad fuel line and you press on the gas? What happens? It doesn't? I, want to, I know you guys are with me this morning. <laughs> if, if you press on the gas and you have a clogged fuel line in the car, what's going to happen to the car? It's not going to? It's not going to run, or it's going to run really poorly, right? It's going to run really poorly, right? So how do you get the car to run really well? You have to unclog the, the fuel line, right? So you go to the mechanic, you pour some, some oil, I don't know, some special liquid, and it unclogs the fuel line and the car runs fine and you press on the gas. That's what repentance is to us in regards to the Holy Spirit. Repentance is like unclogging that fuel line so that when we ask the Holy Spirit to come upon us, we may receive the power and grace of the Holy Spirit so the power and grace of the Holy Spirit may be born in our hearts, in your hearts and in mine. That's why repentance is so important. That's why confession is so important. And yes, I, I shared it before, but I'll share it again. Yes, I go to Port Townsend to see my father confessor, Father Nicholas. And I've had people say to me, Father, you mean to tell me you travel all the way to Port Townsend? You have to you drive to get on a ferry, you transfer, you drive all the way to Port Townsend to go to confession? Yes, because it's that important. 
Because I don't know about you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, but I need to unclog my fuel lines. I need to unclog my fuel lines in my own life. And perhaps you do too. So confession and repentance is really important. And once we're in the rhythm of, of regular confession, regular repentance, and we're, and we're asking God to bestow the power and grace of the Holy Spirit upon us, the power and grace of the Holy Spirit will be born in our hearts. Think about that for just one second. Think about that. Think about how powerful the Holy Spirit is. Every time we celebrate a liturgy, we invoke the power and grace of the Holy Spirit to come down and change the bread and wine into the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Think about how powerful the Holy Spirit is so all-powerful, right? It's one of the three Trinitarian God, God has Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, what does this mean for you, for me, and for all of us? I want to leave you with this thought. This is a quote from the writings of St. Seraphim of Sara, uh, a beautiful Russian saint of the 18th century contemporary saint. Uh, St. Seraphim of Sara said this regarding the Holy Spirit. I'm going to close with this uh, writing of his and just with a final thought. St. Seraphim of Sara says, It is in the acquisition of the Holy Spirit of God that the true goal of our Christian life exists. It is, the accusation, it is the acquisition of the Holy Spirit of God that the true goal of our Christian life exists. The acquisition of the Holy Spirit of God is an eternal capital of grace. We must acquire the Holy Spirit, letting Him operate within us to establish the kingdom of heaven in our hearts. From the writings of Saint Sedefim of Song. So, my brothers and sisters in Christ, I leave you with this thought this morning. How are your New Year's resolutions going? I don't know about you, but one of my New Year's resolutions is going to be this year. To every day, commit my life to Christ through inviting the power and grace of the Holy Spirit to be a part of my life. And the beautiful thing about this journey is that the Orthodox Church already provides us with the prayers to make this happen. O Heavenly King, Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, who art everywhere present and fillest all things, the treasury of blessings and the giver of life, come and abide in us. Cleanse us of every stain and save our souls, O gracious Lord. It is with that prayer of the Holy Spirit that you and I and all of us as Orthodox Christians are invited to start our daily prayer of life with. So this is going to be my New Year's resolution. I pray that it will be your New Year's resolution as well. That we may daily in our lives acquire the power and grace of the Holy Spirit so that we may have that eternal pressure, that eternal pressure in the heart be able to withstand the external pressures that are always coming upon us, that we may glorify God always. Now.